good morning, good afternoon, good, good evening, good night, good late night, good noon, whatever time of day it is. I want you to know I'm Lynn Ferguson and I approve this message. I'm Lynn Ferguson, also known as Lynn Tennyson, your host here on the show, Lynn Spins, a podcast dedicated to Black life in America and all over the world in music. Today we're going to talk, well, I guess you could listen to me talk about <laughs> the Black mermaid who existed in The Little Mermaid, who everyone seems to have forgotten. Gabriella, want to know more? Well, you just sit back, relax, grab a snack, and let's jump in Lynn's Pins. So with all this talk about the Little Mermaid can't be Black, mermaids can't be Black, um, we're just trying to respect the folklore and the original Disney tale. And even and then people say, when, when the argument's made that, you know, Ariel is totally different than uh, the 1837 folklore um, by Hans Andersen, then it becomes, oh, well, you know, at the end of the day, the 18, or excuse me, 1989, you know, Ariel, Disney, uh, you know, The Little Mermaid um, is what should be respected. Okay, so only the 1989 Disney and not the Little Mermaid series that followed from 19, the early 1990s, I think it was 91 or 92, to the year I was born. And of course, you know, I saw uh, replays of that. I mean, like, who remembers Toon Disney? Because I was born in 1994. I vividly remember seeing The Little Mermaid on TV, um, Timon and Pumbaa, um, Aladdin, the series. uh, What else? I mean, there were so many Disney. There was even a Hercules series. Like, there were so many series that were devoted to the Disney Renaissance. And... In the 1990s series of The Little Mermaid, a black mermaid existed from the African coast. I don't know what coast on Africa, but her name is Gabriella. I think it was the Ivory Coast. Um, Gabriella is a black mermaid um, who was deaf um, and therefore mute. She didn't really speak. Actually, one of the episodes I remember vividly is that she was uh, she really prayed to sing. She had like you know how Ariel had like flounder as her like, you know, best friend, her companion. Um, Gabriella, the black mermaid with the pink tail had in hair similar to, you know, uh, coincidentally similar to Holly Bailey's, at least in color and length. Um, she had a an octopus that would speak for her um, and translate for her if people didn't understand the sign language that she used. And there was an episode where they went to this great uh, grandfather-looking sea, sea starfish, um, and um, Ariel wanted two tails to dance, um, basically to be a human, <laughs> as usual. But this, in the series, this time it was a, like you know a more reasonable, I guess, request um, since she didn't want to be a human necessarily. Um, and then Gabriella wanted to be able to sing to express herself when she was happy, when she was sad, um, to express love. And um, the starfish tried to grant their wishes and they ended up unable to, you know, unchanged, um, still unable to do the things or, have, or, or without the things that they wanted. Um, 
the way they wanted them. And they ended up in that episode convincing each other, mostly Ariel and her beautiful self convinced um, herself and Gabriella that it's, uh, and it was basically um, contingent upon, uh, it was prompted by Gabriella's sadness for not being able to express herself after the wish was made. And Ariel says, you express yourself beautifully through your hands. And she's like, thank you so much. You know, I use my hands for everything, even to dance. And um, Ariel's like, we don't need two tails to dance or, you know, a voice to sing, you know? And she makes, she sings a whole song about, you know, why they don't, uh, why they're perfect just the way they are. And it's just so crazy how, how backward we're going right now, you know? Like, people are... It's really crazy because when you think about it, like white people are so upset, you know, that Ariel is being depicted by a black girl. But so, and then they're also upset about all these other fantasy characters being um, represented as black, um, contradicting the folklore, the original tales, whatnot. And it's just really crazy because it's like, so you all are that concerned with being whitewashed or I guess blackwashed out of, you know, fantasy. Meanwhile, you're whitewashing us out of history. You're whitewashing all of the textbooks based on this this nonsensical argument that's that's really a feigned, you know, belief, um, some, some straw man argument that we are teaching kids CRT in schools when that's not happening. CRT is in a, a, is a law school course, it's a college level course that's taught specifically to the law students. So they've used this fall- these fallacies that they're spewing about CRT to literally change textbooks in Florida, all over the world, all over the country, so that certain Native American battles and, and, and histories, uh, Black histories and histories all over the world um, um, that especially intersect with American history and or are part of American history, they're whitewashing them to the point where we don't even learn about these things. The kids aren't even learning about this stuff. And meanwhile, we've got, you know, schools in Texas and all over the country uh, dealing with racist chants and comments aimed at black players and players who are Latino and black or what have you, you know, racist monkey chants and, and sounds and um, comments, uh, horrible, just derogatory, vulgar comments um, like um, whore are being yelled at these child volleyball players and sports, you know, affiliates. And it's just crazy because it's just like, so like, and it reminds me a lot of what people don't really know about what happens outside of America. But like people don't know People don't seem to know that in the UK, when there's a football game, which is what we know as soccer in America, in the UK, when they have a football game, people are literally throwing banana peels on the field, chanting racist uh, uh, words and making horrible monkey noises and gorilla noises. I mean, it's absolutely insane when they see black players on the field, which is 99% of the time because at least one black player is on almost every soccer team. So it's like, you know, this stuff is happening to this day. 
But these same people who are arguing about Disney betraying their original content are the same ones who say that they don't see color. You know, these same people are the same ones who say they don't see color. So they don't want to acknowledge your plight as a Black person, but they want you to acknowledge when they've been slighted as white people. You can't have it both ways. Either there's no identity politics or there is identity politics. And it's just crazy that these same Republicans and, and, and these same white people who are claiming identity politics is the downfall of society are literally fighting with nothing but and dealing in nothing but identity politics. Like, it's all about the white replacement and this, that, and the third. And it's like Tucker Carlson, you know, Sean Hannity, people are talking about this stuff on the news, on mainstream cable news, which, I mean, why Fox is still considered mainstream, I don't know. But it's just crazy, I guess, because there are a lot of different, you know, individual Fox stations in different countries, or excuse me, um, counties and cities that are actually not, you know, being racist the way that they are with the main, you know, main watch people, um, anchors and things like that. And they're sh- and doing their shows, what they say, but it's just crazy. It's just like, you know, I thought that YouTube was in these other places like onion and stuff like that. OAN are the, were the places that you could like find this kind of content, but you can literally listen to extremist content and watch extremist content on the everyday news, Fox News. Just turn on Sean Hannity. Just turn on Tucker Carlson. Just turn on that one chick who was on MSNBC and then she got kicked off because she was um, trying to excuse blackface, like, and being insensitive to black people consistently. Like, it's just crazy. It's like, and I think Gabriella, the black mermaid from the series, The Little Mermaid, like that these major fans apparently seem to not be able to recall, you know, while they're saying that black uh, uh, mermaids would not exist. You know, these same people um, seem to be forgetting that Gabriella existed. And Gabriella, I believe was started um, after the first season. Um, I believe in 1991 was the first season. And by 92, um, the woman, the girl who Gabriella was based on, um, upon died, I think, of leukemia. So they made this literally trying to, according to the insider in Newsweek, they literally made this character in order to one honor her and get, you know, more money donated to leukemia and then to research and then to, to have better representation you know, and let people know that there are mermaids of all colors. But, you know, these same people are, you know, grown men out here making these arguments that, you know, Ariel couldn't be black because mermaids can't be black. Mermaids can't be white either. If they live in the sea, there's no way they could be anything compared to human. It's just crazy. It's absolutely insane. And then some would argue after they hear this point, oh, well, um, scratch whatever we said before. At the end of the day, you could still at least make a um, a, a Disney devoted to this Black mermaid. 
oh, but you all would be upset because we didn't make Ariel first. And Ariel would still have to be white. And it's just crazy because it's so disingenuous because it's like, okay, so like, you're saying we can dress up like Ariel for Halloween, right? Or for, or we can always see ourselves in Ariel. We shouldn't be able to not see ourselves in her just because she's white, right? Because those same people will make that argument because they don't want to be seen as exclusionary and racist. But when it comes to the actual productions, they have to be, you know, she has to be white. It, it doesn't make sense. It's it's one way or another. We either can see ourselves and other little black girls can see themselves in the Little Mermaid or they can't, you know? You want people to stay in the closet and to dress up like Ariel, you know what I'm saying? Like she was forced to dress up and pretend that she was a human and walking on land down those, what do you call them? Streets, you know? Playing with statues and forks and figurines you want us and little black girls to do that instead of actually being ourselves and, you know, being able to audition for a role like Halle Bailey did in The Little Mermaid. You do understand that Halle Bailey was literally picked over everyone else who auditioned. So that says a lot, you know? And it's just crazy because it's like, so what about Brandy Cinderella with Whitney Houston as the fairy godmother, Brandy as Cinderella, a beautiful dark-skinned black woman as the princess of the movie. You know, Cinderella didn't start off as a black story, but people didn't have problems with that. And if they did, it was not a big situation like it is now. Now, maybe that's because of social media, but I don't see that because you can literally, you can literally see the disdain that people have and just looking at the thumbs ups and the thumbs down, um, the, th the thumbs up and the thumbs down um, on the video, the trailer that came out, that's one minute long and people are so upset that they've even CGI'd this woman so that she could be a black girl or a white girl. And they're talking about, oh, the color is even more vivid and this, that, and that, you all need help. You need actual help, get it because I don't, I don't get it at all. And other people don't get it, you know? It's just crazy, it's just like, how bad do you feel? How, how, how horrible is it that Disney's not even on your side about their folklore, you know? It's just crazy, it's, it's just ridiculous, you know? And it's like, these people are not as vocal about the representation or lack thereof for other people but they're so vocal about their own representation. It's like, you've got a whole fucking jar of cookies sitting in front of you right now. You're chowing down on cookies while everybody else is over here splitting one cookie, splitting a half a cookie. And you're literally upset because out of this whole fucking jar of cookies, you're missing a portion of one. And I'm supposed to feel some kind of way for you. I feel some kind of way. I do feel some kind of way. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's so disingenuous when you know that there were Black Disney princesses before Tiana, you know? Since you all want to relegate us to Tiana, you literally can walk out of the theater and walk back in or walk out of the room watching The Princess and the Frog and walk back in and literally five minutes later, she's a fucking frog. You missed the whole part where she was literally a princess, you know? And she wasn't even a princess the whole fucking movie. 
And by the end of the movie, she only became a princess because she married the the the, the, the low hanging fruit of white men, who ended up having happening to be a prince who had no money. So he's literally trying to trick her this entire time to kiss him so that he can get back to where he needs to go. It's just ridiculous. It's crazy. And then they drew him like he was supposed to be some kind of black, but he really wasn't. At at the very least, he could have been Creole, which is like black, Spanish, and uh, uh, white. But it's like, no, no, French in particular. But it's like, no, 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 no. Mm -mm. No, we can't have that. We can't. We can't possibly have, um, you know, a black woman marrying a black man? No. He can look like a black man, but this is the first black Disney. We don't need them thinking that they can do it by themselves. And you can argue that that's not what they were thinking. Okay, whatever. The racism was just built in. It was just innate, you know? Sure. We'll stick with that. Does Does that make it any better? Does it make you feel more comfortable? It's just ridiculous. And then when you think about like Atlantis, the point I'm trying to make, Atlantis, the Lost Empire is an amazing, epic Disney movie. It came out in 2001 and it was so underrated. So underrated. It's so underrated. It's got ridiculous scores all across the board, despite the fact that the animation is beyond immaculate. Despite the fact that it was innovative at the end of the Disney Renaissance, despite the fact that it was literally a great way to usher in new stories um, that that went outside of the guidelines of what the Disney Renaissance um, literally gave us with their amazing cartoon musicals. This was not a musical, you know? It's one of the first movies they did outside of the Disney Renaissance or after it. And it's just, it's just crazy. It's an, it's a, 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 an action animation, basically. And um, it basically centers around Milo, this white guy. The other people around him will not fund the mission. So he finally finds, um, he gets in contact with, actually the, the guy finds him, um, his, uh, like I said, his um father's I don't know if it was um yeah it was his father's old friend from back in the day and he has a journal to give Milo that his father wanted him to have when he hit a certain age when he was ready and he wants to be Milo's benefactor he wants to uh basically uh support Milo with anything he needs to be able to find this lost city of Atlantis and he finds it and he ends up seeing Kira, the princess who is basically supposed to be now the queen um, or becoming the queen, I guess, when her father dies of, you know, the empire of Atlantis. All of the people there are black. The main character is black. Her name is Kira. She is played by the same woman who does the uh, voice for Susie Carmichael from Rugrats. I'm pretty sure Cree Summer is the same woman who did Kira from, I know she did Kira from Atlantis, The Lost Empire. She also, I believe, did Emily's best friend 
in Clifford the Big Red Dog. She was also, um, I think, Susie Carmichael from The Rugrats, as I mentioned. And she was in The Wild Thornberries. She was, I mean, she's literally the Black voice of almost every cartoon that we grew up with, you know? If you're a millennial or younger. Like, it's crazy. She was number four in Codename Kids Next Door. She has this really recognizable, raspy, you know, voice that you can tell is like, you know, the voice of a proper black girl, you know, the, the, the stereotypical black girl, you know, in America. And it's just amazing. So it's just like, and then of course, we know Disney always draws the characters of, um, you know, their movies and shows to look like the actor and actresses, actors and actresses who play the roles. I must note that she is, you have to literally scroll past like 10, 15 people before you get to um, Cree um, as Princess Kira, before you get to uh, find that she is the one who was, she's literally like the fourth last person, fifth last person um, to be listed. And the very last person to be listed has no picture and her name is Natalie Strum. And she plays Kira when she was a little girl you know, which makes a little more sense because, you know, she didn't really have any lines as a little girl, but like, really, like seriously, how on earth is the Disney princess one of the last people listed? She's literally the last person listed before additional voices. And then after those three white men who are additional voices, who are not like specified, there's Natalie Strum who played young Kira. Princess Kita. So it's really crazy because it's like every woman was placed before her in the casting lineup. And that's if you just type in Atlantis, the Lost Empire cast on Google. Well, I'm on Microsoft Bing, but whatever. It's crazy. All of the women are listed before her, including the person, uh, the woman who plays the older white lady who's like <laughs> fucking hilarious and she's like, Oh, Marge, she took a suitcase. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> so it's just crazy because it's like, you know, the racism is so prevalent. Nobody talks about these things. And the only time they want to talk about it is when they want to argue with you and say that she's not black. And they'll give you every other excuse in the book for why she's a black, a clearly a black woman with dreads. You know what I'm saying? She honestly, if I had to think of a real person in life who looked like her, aside from the woman who played her, because she looks just like her, would be um, Doja Cat. She looks literally, like Doja Cat dressed up like her once, and I was just like, whoa, you literally look just like her. She looked like she was probably like a shade or two lighter than the character. And this is a black woman from Africa. So I don't know. I know why people want to lie about it, but it's just like, or why they truly believe that they're not black, you know? It's just crazy. It's like, they won't even let us have the black princesses who were clearly black, with dreads and everything, with a dark-skinned black father who was king, you know? They won't even let us have those characters in low-budget, like, very, um, 
I don't think it was super low budget, honestly. I think it's just underrated. But with underrated Disney films like Atlantis, The Lost Empire. So you know they're not going to let us have the woman who's literally the template for every Renaissance Disney princess. Just ridiculous. But I just wanted to come in and, like, you know, educate people. People don't really seem to remember that Black mermaids are a thing. Africa, different Black continents and countries have had, you know, folklore about them for ages. And if you think about the fact that the people, first people started in Africa, I would even suffice it to say, I would even think it would suffice it to say that black mermaids or that mermaids are the um, are st- originated in Africa. So it's just crazy. But yeah, Gabriella saw Ariel as her big sister. So all these pictures depicting Ariel um, letting Halle Bailey take the turn and take the wheel, I think they're very accurate. Stop being racist. Your racism is showing.